Welcome to Nali Bali. It's time for a story, a time where we can journey to many places and meet different faces. Coquetso loses the chickens by Patricia de Villiers. Every morning, Coquetso helps her granny to feed the chickens in the coop in the backyard. Chickens come running up to the fence when Granny calls. When Granny and Coquetso lean over the low fence to scatter the seed, the chickens push and flap and flutter around their legs and try to jump over each other to get to the food first. Coquetso always counts the chickens. One, two, three, four chickens. And another one. Two, three, four chickens. They're all here, Granny. One morning, when Coquetso woke up, she saw Granny dressed in her best jacket and hat. I have to help Mrs. Solomon in the clinic this morning, so I don't have time to feed the chickens. Will you do it by yourself, Coquetso? You know what to do. Granny picked up her handbag and opened the front door. Then she turned to Coquetso and said, "Now don't forget to give the chickens water, and whatever you do, don't let them out of the coop." Oh, Granny, I know that. Well, I hope so. <laughs> Be careful now. See you later. Bye. As soon as Granny left, Coquetso sat down to eat her breakfast. I'm very, very hungry," she said to herself. "The chickens will just have to wait for a little bit." Coquetso ate a big bowl of porridge and drank a glass of milk. Then she sat on the front doorstep and ate an apple. Hello! She called out to Uncle Quiz when he came past with his shopping trolley and his little dog. Good morning, Mayor. She waved to Mrs. Zislangu over the road. Come and play with me, Pinky. She called to her cousin, who was coming out of the shop on the corner with a loaf of bread. Sorry, I can't. I have chores to do. Pinky called back. Don't you? Coquetso suddenly remembered that she hadn't fed the chickens. <gasps> oh dear! Those poor hungry chickens. Sure enough, the chickens were clucking and squabbling in their coop. Coquetso opened the low gate very carefully. Sorry, chickens. Here's your food. She scattered the seed on the ground. One, two, three, four chickens. She counted. And another one, two, three, four chickens. Then Coquetto noticed that the chickens' water bowl was empty. She hurried off to fetch some water from the kitchen, but she forgot to close the gate behind her. When Coquetso came back with the water, she saw chickens running all over the yard. Oh no! Oh no! 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 Bad chickens! Come back now! But the chickens kept running, right around the side of the house, down the short path, and into the street. A man on a yellow bicycle came riding along. Help! Help! Please help me to catch my granny's chickens. Of course. I'll help you. The man raced after the chickens on his bicycle, ringing his bell. Coquetso ran after him, 
and nearly bumped into Uncle Chris's trolley. Help! Help! She puffed and panted. Uncle Chris, please help me to catch my granny's chickens. Of course, Corketso. I'll help you. Off went Uncle Chris after the chickens Come and here. the man on the bicycle here, with chickens. his little dog running behind him <laughs> and barking. As Coquetso ran down the road behind Uncle Quiss, she saw her friend Dickaledi. Dickaledi was practicing doing tricks on her skateboard. Help! Help, Dickaledi! Please help me to catch my granny's chickens! Of course I'll help you! Dickaledi zoomed off after the chickens. As Coquetso ran behind Dickaledi, she thought about all the terrible things that could happen to the chickens. They could get run over, or, or be eaten by a dog, or, or they could fall into the river and drown. Oh no, what will Granny say? Coquetso felt like crying. Hey guys, look what I've got, said a voice. It was the man on the yellow bicycle. He was carrying two of the chickens in his shopping bag. One, two chickens, counted Coquetso. Oh, thank you. I've just got to find the others. Just then, Uncle Chris arrived with some chickens in a cardboard box in his trolley. <laughs> These guys are hard to catch, but here you go, sweetheart. He was quite out of breath. Sure. Yay! Thank you, Uncle Chris. One, two, three chickens, counted Coquetso. That means I have one, two, three, four chickens and another one chicken. Oh, thank you. Now I've just got to find the others. At that very moment, Dickalady whizzed up on her skateboard. Look what I've got, Coquetso. Dickalady was holding a chicken under each arm. That makes one, two, three, four chickens. And another one, two, three chickens. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. But there's still one chicken missing. Coquetso's friends helped her put the chickens back into their coop. Then they helped her look everywhere for the last chicken. But none of them could find it. When Granny got home from the clinic, Coquetso made her some tea. Um, s s sit down, Granny. Uh, you must be very tired. S sit down and have a nice cup of tea and a biscuit. Granny looked at Coquetso closely. Is everything all right? You don't usually make tea for me. At that, Coquetso burst into tears. <laughs> oh, Granny! Oh. Something horrible happened while, while you were away. <laughs> she told Granny the whole story. And, 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 and w w w one of the chickens is still missing. And it's your favorite one, the one with the speckles. Oh, that is a shame, Kikitso. That one laid more eggs than any of the others. Well, at least I hope you've learned to be more careful. I, I have, Granny. I really have. Just then, a loud squawking noise came from the corner of the kitchen. Granny and Coquetso looked, and there was the missing chicken, sitting happily on top of a pile of clean washing in the washing basket. Granny picked up the chicken 
and stroked its beak. Oh, I'm glad to have you back. And look, Granny. Coquetso pointed to the washing basket. She laid an egg. There, on top of the washing, was a big brown speckled egg. Oh, well, we'll have that for supper. Granny handed the chicken to Coquetso. Take this chicken back to the coop, please. And this time, don't forget to shut the gate. And so we come to the end of today's story on Nali Bali, produced by Vion Finta, Cassie Lowers, and Leon Fisser. Be part of Story Power with Nali Bali and read a story anytime you want. If you would like more stories for your children, visit nalibali.mobi from your cell phone, where you'll find a number of stories in a variety of languages available for free. Look out for the Nalibali supplement with great stories and activities available in various languages in the Sunday world in KwaZulu-Natal, Gauteng and the Free State, the Sunday Times Express in the Western Cape, the Eastern Cape's Daily Dispatch on Tuesdays and the Herald on Thursdays. Daddy, daddy, oh.